0: Get help with expenses that health insurance does not cover. Visit Affleck.com to learn more.
2: As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills.
1: The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is.
2: Learn more at meta.com
3: slash metaverse impact. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, PodcastOne.com, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. Do
4: you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today.
0: GEICO.com. Broadcasting from the Mercedes Man Cave, this is Dan Patrick. Hour 2 on this Thursday, Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. We'll talk some NBA with Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated. He'll join us coming up here in a little bit. What are the options that the commissioner is weighing? We'll hear from the commissioner of the NBA on when he thinks basketball will be back. And what will the playoffs look like? Chicago Bears traded for Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback Nick Foles yesterday. And I'm not sure there are any quarterbacks who have had a stranger career than Nick Foles. Everybody knows about that incredible postseason run with the Eagles in 2017. The rest of his resume is kind of spotty. Had one season where he threw 27 touchdowns and two interceptions. The best TD to interception ratio in NFL history. But that was with Chip Kelly. Remember when Chip was reinventing the NFL back in 2013 with the Eagles? He's one of a handful of quarterbacks to ever throw seven touchdowns in a game. So he's done incredible things, went toe-to-toe with Brady in the Super Bowl. But he's also had a disappointing season with the Rams, a backup with the Chiefs, a disastrous contract in Jacksonville. That wasn't his fault. Got injured in Jacksonville. Now he's reunited with former offensive coach Matt Nagy in Chicago. So which Nick Foles shows up? Who knows? And is he good enough to beat out Mitchell Trubisky? All we know is Foles is not scared. You don't want to play against him in a big game. The question is, will the Bears get that far where he plays in a big game? Jacksonville, now it's Gardner Minshew, and it's his team. And they got Leonard Fournette, and they are certainly in a rebuild mode. But you get Gardner Minshew in that rookie deal. He's cheap. And maybe you can make some smart decisions. This is the first smart decision they've made. No, no, sorry. No, no. They they made a smart decision here. They found somebody who was willing to take Nick Foles' contract. I was curious about the over-unders here. The uh, Chicago Bears win total this year with Nick Foles, seven and a half. Seven and a half for the Chicago Bears. The Colts getting Phillip Rivers went from eight to eight and a half. Um... Tom Brady and the Buccaneers, nine and a half. The fact that the Dallas Cowboys have brought back Amari Cooper, everybody signed, they are predicted to have a 9-win total, according to DraftKings. Uh, Got the odds on where Cam Newton will end up. The Bears were the leader, but, of course, you can take them off the board. The Chargers are the uh, second favorite, followed by the Patriots, and they got the Buccaneers on here as well. These are the odds for Week One. His team, according to Fanduel, it was the Bears. Now it's the Chargers and the Patriots. Um, but uh, by the way, the Patriots over/under right now is eight and a half for the New England Patriots. Yes, Vaughn?
3: If you ran the Chargers, would you stick? Would you stick with Tyrod Taylor? Yes. That's it. Yeah. You wouldn't consider Cam Newton no.
0: or another higher-end quarterback. No. Because if you're going to draft a quarterback, Tyron Taylor is a perfect Band-Aid quarterback to have, and you're not going to go out there and overspend. Like, the last thing you want to do is if you bring in Cam Newton, what if Cam is great and you draft a quarterback? Then what do you do? Uh, you know, are you going to bring in Andy Dalton? I mean, they, they, they were trying to get Tom Brady, didn't get Brady, and I understood, but you had to get Brady at all costs, in my opinion, if you're the Chargers. Because you're going to move into a stadium, although – I don't even know if that stadium is going to be ready to be moved into this upcoming NFL season. What a nightmare. How do you go a year over schedule and, from what I was told, a billion dollars over budget? I like to talk to – I don't want that general contractor working on my house. Uh, Mr. Patrick. <laughs> hey, I got some bad news. Uh We're going to be here for a year, and it's going to cost you a couple hundred thousand dollars. It'll be nice when we're done, sir. Because like when you watch those home improvement shows and
2: they are you know rebuilding the porch and they're like oh look this foundation's crumbling we got to redo that it's an extra twenty grand or something what is the NFL stadium version of that?
0: They should have done like a reality show on the build, and then if there's a total shutdown of Los Angeles, then you can't build. So what's gonna oh man crazy yes McLovin is Los Angeles running out of
5: nails? I heard that as a rumor. What? Running out of nails—that happens on all the building Alaska shows. They never have enough nails.
3: <laughs> yeah, rain comes in. They no, not enough tarps. They got to go back to town six hours. It starts raining. That truck can't get up here. Right before commercial break, they always have a problem on building Alaska, I know. and then somehow three minutes later, it's all also... set. It looks like the truck that's
2: carrying like the uh, generator or something is about to go off the side of a cliff. Or what? Oh, I got to stick
0: to the. Commercial. And then you go to a commercial break there. Yeah, I wonder if if anybody was. Doing a reality show, filming this of you know interviewing the general contractor there about all the problems and uh, and we just found out that Tom says there'll be a year over schedule and a billion dollars over. We'll hear from Tom after this. Yes, he.
2: I've been watching this one show just about every night now called uh, I think it's Grand Design. I think it's called mm. and they have like 15 seasons of it. So apparently it's been around forever, but I just discovered it and it's fantastic. <laughs> but the one I watched last night. The guy was – he quit his job to build the house full-time, and it took him 10
0: years.
2: (laughs) And his wife was like, well, I just have a lot of faith in him. I think he's going to – and the house that he was making was amazing. But he went unbelievably slow, and everything he did was very meticulous. He's like, well, I just – you know, we're hoping to
0: have it done by Christmas. And then three years later, they come back. (laughs) like, oh, my God, dude. What? Uh, if you'd like to get in touch with the program, you can a variety of ways. Uh, 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at Twitter handle at dpshow. We uh, took some phone calls and some uh, tweets and emails about the greatest college basketball game of all time. And I was just looking at the tournament. I still think Duke and Kentucky is the greatest basketball game I ever saw. And there are other ones in there. I think the most important basketball game in history was... I think 1968 when UCLA played Houston in the Astrodome. But greatest game of all time, it would be Kentucky and Duke. And I know a lot of people said, well, what about Villanova upsetting Georgetown? It wasn't that big of an upset because they played two other times during the regular season, and Villanova was always in the game. It wasn't like North Carolina State beating Houston. Now that was an upset because Houston had two of the greatest players of all time, Clyde the Glide and Akeem. And NC State didn't have anybody who was going to – Thurl Bailey was their best pro prospect, I think, out of that group there. Low Charles, Derek Wittenberg, Sidney Lowe, Terry Gannon, uh, Kozel McQueen. But they were coached by Jim Valvano. And that that was where a coach won a national championship. In my, my opinion, Jim Valvano, you know, they got some luck there with the air ball and then Low Charles puts it back in to win it at the buzzer. But that's where a coach – Truly outcoach somebody. Yes, McLovin. Uh, do you
5: want to do that as a poll? Uh, Villanova, like those five games at some point? Or is there too many games
0: in, in contention? Probably too many games, but do you have any other poll questions, suggestions here?
5: Oh, well, I was wondering, uh, the Bears added Nick Foles, and the Colts added Phillip Rivers. Which team improved more with that quarterback acquisition?
0: I'm going to say the Bears did with Nick Foles. I, I just don't know what to expect out of Phillip Rivers. And I, it always feels like he's throwing a shot put like i i just i know he loves to play uh, you know he's got the fiery attitude he's competitive he's got all those things those you know, intangibles that you want in your quarterback but he doesn't have a good arm anymore and he, he never had a great arm but he he's got a good arm but is it good enough because i don't know you don't have great weapons right there i i don't know if he's And I'm going to say Nick Foles because I know Nick Foles is an upgrade. Uh, You know, he's he's got a strong arm. He's he's a better quarterback than Mitchell Trubisky is. Uh, I just don't know what to expect out of Phillip Rivers. It's still mind-boggling to me that you don't go after Brady unless they were told, hey, there's no way he would go play for the Colts. No way. And maybe that's true. Maybe, I mean, we're going to find out more information about Brady, this decision, uh, the role that Belichick played. And I truly believe, and a source said that, reiterated that last night to me. He said, Bill did not want Tom back with what Tom wanted. Tom wanted two years, $60 million, and Belichick, he made a business decision. And Brady eventually got around to hey, they don't want me. I'm going to make a business decision. And I think both teams did the right thing. I do think Brady benefits more out of this. Uh, I know that we're look at his rep, you know, his legacy and, oh, my gosh, if he goes to Tampa Bay and doesn't make the playoffs. He, from what I was told last night, Brady did something that he wanted to do but realized now was the time to do it, not a couple of years ago, because you just get to a point where you, you get tired of that person who's coaching you. You know, the Lakers, as great as Pat Riley was, they eventually got tired of listening to Pat Riley. It happens with coaches. And this is the star player who we can credit Belichick. He treats Tom like he does everybody else. Like Rodney Harrison, when he was with the Patriots, would say, Tom's just another guy. I mean, to you guys outside, he's the greatest. To us, he's just treated like everybody else was. He'd get yelled at during film session. You know, a lot of these coaches, knowing the fragile personalities of some of their star players, their quarterbacks, Will breeze by. No, nah, I shouldn't use the word breeze and make it sound like talking about a true breeze, but they will fast forward through a mistake and then players will notice that. But Belichick had no problem, you know, saying, uh, What do what, what you think of there? What the hell are you thinking there, Tom? Like he would, Brady would get called out. I think Brady just wanted to have fun. Exhale. You get to play. It's different. It's the NFC, Bruce Arians. Got some shiny toys there, and I, I can restart this. And, you know, you're not going, in, you're not staying in the AFC. So, Patriot fans can't be angry at you. You know, you went to the NFC, you wanted something, they didn't want to give it to you. And I think the Patriots made the right decision. Now, they may end up with eight or nine wins this year. and People say, oh, they should have kept Tom. I, they got to get to the point where you get a young quarterback in there. With that rookie deal, now you can start to fill in the, the cracks here because they were they were kind of bloated there with their salaries and then their ages. They need to get young. They need to find out if Sony Michel can play and stay healthy, Nikhil Harry, if he is truly a first-round talent. But Belichick finds a way to scrap things together, and we're going to find out. I think there's more pressure on Belichick than there is Brady because – Brady, I think, would have gone back if they said two years, $60 million. All right. Now, you're not going to let him be involved in personnel decisions. But, you know, if you wanted him, I think you could have had him. And I don't think the Patriots wanted him back. No matter what Robert Kraft says. Hey, I thought Tom was coming over to say that he's going to stay with us. No. And the fact that you had these Patriot reporters saying Tom hadn't made up his mind. I said, you guys are silly. You're naive. That's why he was so damn confident going over to Robert Kraft's house. Hey, Mr. Kraft, thank you very much. Uh, Tom, are you going to stay? Uh, no, I'm leaving. Uh, but I wanted to give you the courtesy of saying something to you face-to-face. He had, he already had his team. Yeah, Paul.
3: I guess I'm curious to see that it has been reported that Brady will be involved in personnel decisions. That means he's got to have his mind on something. like where he's, Antonio Brown. Right. But I wonder if he's going to look at guys, uh, this is a hypothetical, but like a Larry Fitzgerald. Who is not playing for a title this year and would love to? Oh,
0: they, they'd never give up Larry Fitzgerald.
3: I think if you're Arizona and you get a fifth round draft pick for him for
0: one year. They need more than, they they need things other than Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. It'd I'm just, I'm nice just saying, if,
3: I'm throwing out names of people. No, they like, need
0: offensive linemen. That's who they need. Uh, you know, if and if you're looking at, you know, the Redskins have a situation where you got an offensive lineman available, Trent Williams. How much is he going to cost you? You know, that's what Brady, if I'm going to be, you know, getting involved in the personnel decision, it's going to be, uh, I need some help on this offensive line. By the way, the Bears' offensive line isn't very good either. And Nick Foles is going to find that out too. Uh, We'll get some phone calls here. We got our poll question. We're going to stay with that poll question, McLovin. Yeah, well, right now we have, which would you rather watch? The first four days,
5: the tournament or the Super Bowl, 68% uh, first four days. I love that question you guys asked. Would you rather have Cam Newton or Tyrod Taylor and a rookie in with Chargers? I think well, that's an interesting hour three. Well,
0: I'd have to know who my rookie quarterback is going to be. If you say I have Tua, then hell yeah, I'd take Tyrod Taylor now. And, and if I draft Tua, yeah, McLovin.
5: What about Jordan Love, who a lot of people, the Utah State quarterback, have mock drafted there?
0: I don't want to take him with the sixth overall pick. Like, I'm not – and maybe I'm going to be – I'm going to miss out on this one. But Jordan Love feels like, hey, we don't know exactly how good this guy is. And we're going to be drafting on potential. Okay. And maybe he turns out to be an all-pro, Hall of Famer. I just didn't see it. Now he's got, you know, the the size, the talent, the arm, all of those things. I just – I didn't see it when I watched uh, a game last season. And I watched an entire game because, uh, you know, my – who's a scout said check out Jordan Love tell me what you think now he liked him a lot more than i did but he did say he he seems to crumble melt uh you know when the spotlight is the brightest uh didn't have a lot of weapons but you know he did he saw what people were seeing but i i would not i would not spend the 6th overall pick on him if i can get Tua great Justin Herbert great but the chargers really whiffed in my opinion you needed Tom Brady more than Brady needed you. Yeah, Paul.
3: Jordan loves an exciting quarterback who may come up short when the team really needs him. That sounds like the next Charger quarterback. (laughs) That's their history, getting
0: close and not getting there. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Uh, Darius Slay is on his third team in a year. Uh, Defensive back who was with Detroit uh, is now with the Eagles. Eagles just completed a trade, and he's great. He's really a – I never understood what was going on in Detroit. Unless you had a situation – that he had a little more say in what was going on. He was a very powerful figure in the locker room. That's what I was told about Darius Slag. And I thought, okay, is that a bad thing? But apparently it was. And, uh, you know, that surprised a lot of people. were like, wait, the Lions just traded Darius Slag. I was uh, looking at the times he's targeted. So this is 2017 through 2019. Uh, Over the last three seasons... Opponents have thrown 14 interceptions when targeting Darius Slay. Tied for the third most in the NFL over that span. Kyle Fuller is number one. Uh, Stephon Gilmore is number two. And then Darius Slay and uh, Tredavious White. Those are all really good defensive backs. Yes, McLovin.
5: Are the Eagles a win-now team or are they uh, a rebuild team? Because they're really old. So I was surprised, a little bit
0: surprised they invested here. Well, you still got a youngish quarterback. Um, I liked them last year. I I thought that, you know, they they had injuries there last year. Uh, That's why, you know, as much as I loved the Cowboys last year, they didn't win the NFC East. And the NFC East was terrible. The Eagles were injury prone. The Giants weren't good. The Redskins were the Redskins. And Dallas should have run away with that division. And now they're over under, I think, is like eight and a half wins this year for the Cowboys. Man, I would have thought you're going to get to 10 wins, 11 wins for Dallas. I might overrate them again this year. I haven't learned my lesson. (laughs) Now, normally, you know, like the Chargers, when I said the Chargers, the best team in the AFC a couple of years ago. And then, of course, they let me down. And uh, I'm not going back to that fool's gold. I moved on from the Chargers, thankfully, moved on from the Chargers. And I said, nope, Kansas City. I'm all in on Kansas City this past year. Yeah, Paul.
3: Your Chargers, though, when you picked them two years ago, they were 12-4. and four. Oh, I know. They were second in the league in points scored. They were cruising.
0: But then they lost that last game. Didn't they lose, like, at Denver? Like, it cost them not being able to host a second-round playoff game? Something like that? they, they Yeah, but they, I think they lost in the playoffs to
3: the Patriots at the Patriots. Yeah. They had to end up going to New England. And because they can't of that. win there. No. But, true. Yes,
0: they can. They cannot. It's official. They cannot. All right, we'll take a break. I want to know what the NBA, what their plans are. We'll talk to Chris Mannix. We'll hear from the commissioner of the NBA on some of the uh, possibilities that they'll have at the end of the regular season and uh, postseason. Uh, more phone calls coming up. I'll get to that. 877 3DP show. Email address dp at danpatrick.com. Meet Friday Songs. Got a couple of those as well. Make sure you check out the DP Show store. There's so many great things in there, and uh, we got stuff on sale. It's kind of a closeout, a clearance sale, as we like to call it. Free shipping. When you spend $50 or more, go to danpatrick.com to get your gear today. 20 after the hour. Check in on the NBA right after this.
2: You, as a sports fan, are very well aware there's a busy time of year for basketball. College basketball is wrapping up. NBA is just getting right into uh, its postseason. And actually, I'm hearing rumors that the AUAA might be making a comeback. So uh, I know I'm looking forward to getting back into the American Unathletic Association of America. But this time around, I've got a secret weapon up my sleeve. It's called Beat Elite. You take Beat Elite before your workout. It can help extend endurance, improve energy and stamina, and it promotes oxygen efficiency throughout the body. Now, I don't really know what that means, but I do know that when I'm playing pickup basketball, I can feel my feet and my legs underneath me a lot longer and a lot stronger than they are uh, if I'm not taking Beat Elite. Beat Elite is trusted by hundreds of professional teams and elite athletes, so you're getting top-notch performance nutrition. So do like I did. Take your game to the next level with Beat Elite, by going to livehuman.com/slash Dan and get twenty percent off your first purchase. The team at Human is making this offer exclusive to our listeners only. You won't find a deal like this anywhere else. That's livehuman.com slash Dan. Livehuman.com slash Dan.
6: With currently no NBA, NHL, or MLB, Aww. You might think there's nothing to bet on. Well, you'd be wrong. BetOnline still has hundreds of places to wager. Yeah! From their online casino to poker and blackjack, all open 24 hours a day and all online. If you're into entertainment, you can still bet on American Idol, the elections, the spelling bee, and even the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Be sure to use promo code Podcast One to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit.
2: BetOnline your full access wagering solution.
0: Go to rockauto.com, all the parts your car or truck will ever need. Rockauto.com, a family business founded by automotive engineers back in 1999. Two goals in mind. First, to give you direct access to all the parts information hidden in those computers and catalogs behind the parts store counter. And second, make the parts affordable. They offer reliably low prices. Go to rockauto.com. They're there 24-7. You don't waste time, money, hunting for parts, phoning, driving, waiting in line. And uh, you've probably been told uh, parts are dealer-only or no longer available. Make sure you check out rockauto.com before you give up hope. And uh, make sure you tell them we sent you. Go to uh, rockauto.com. All the parts your car or truck will ever need. Commissioner of the NBA, Adam Silver, was uh, on SportsCenter, and he was talking about when the season is going to resume, and he had this to say.
3: We're going to try
4: by every means we can to play basketball again, but, you know, I I say that the safety and health of our players is first and, and our fans, which is why I don't want to speculate more than that. I mean, that will be the condition upon which we can play when public health officials give us the okay. I honestly don't know just because I don't have a good enough sense of how long a period this is going to be. As I said, I mean, even the fact that we were using the word hiatus just a week ago and that sort of the implication was a short amount of time. I think I said last Thursday, not less than 30 days, just to give some guidance to our teams and players. But at this point, I really don't know.
0: Let's bring in Chris Mannix, who covers the league for Sports Illustrated. Chris, thanks for joining us. What are some of the ideas being thrown around come playoff time with the NBA?
6: Well, it, at this point, the, the conversations, and, and it goes without saying, they're very preliminary, all based on the, the evolution of this crisis. Is where would you play these games? Um, I think the league and and the owners are are pretty. I don't know if resigned is the right word, but they've they've settled on the fact that it's going to be early to mid June at the earliest before they can restart uh, any type of of season. I mean, I think they're the the talk. Some of the talk has been like, do we need to have a training camp of some guy, some kind? Because these mm. guys are going to be probably woefully out of shape. Do we have to form some semblance of a regular season to to kind of get them back into playing shape. But once the playoffs uh, could start, a lot of it depends on the venues. And, you know, look, you'd you'd ideally play in in empty arenas if you had to, but sometimes those arenas aren't available at certain dates. So they've discussed, uh, you know, G League uh, facilities, uh, even practice facilities, Uh, really, I mean – you know, I had one person joke to me like, you know, they'll play an empty Y if TV cameras can get in there. So it's really just about finding a way to get that television broadcast revenue, uh, whatever means necessary.
0: Do you think there will be playoffs, that there will be a, a, a team crown champion this year in the NBA? Uh, I don't know. I mean...
6: I I lean towards no. Wow! If for for no other reason, Dan, is that I don't get, you know, and I I follow the news as closely as anyone else, and I keep hearing about how this is going to get worse before it gets better. You know, I read about federal reports talking about eighteen months potentially of this being a a legitimate crisis. I mean, I, I don't, I don't know how all that is resolved in the next two, two and a half months. Now, one of the questions I would have. I don't think I heard asked last night would have been, you know, do you have a a drop dead date? I mean, is there, is there a date that you say, you know, this is it. We have to scuttle the season. I mean, I think I know that they're talking about that. And and that's something that I'm curious to know what that, that date is. And whatever it is, Dan, I I just don't know how you're, you're going to get things back on track enough to play basketball. I mean, really the, the first date you have to look at is, the mid May date when the CDC comes out, presumably with new recommendations on size of crowds. If it remains at 50 or 10, even, you're not doing anything in any sport. If it gets upgraded to like 500, then maybe you have yourself a ball game there. So that's the number and that's the announcement I'm looking for next.
0: I'm also wondering about this. I talked to a source last night and said, uh, who told me, you know what? don't rule out maybe first round three game series and then a five game series and then a seven game series, you know, as you know, you progress through the playoffs. Could you see a scenario where they had, you know, truncated playoffs?
6: You know, it's a good question. And I asked that a couple of different ways and it's not been discussed, but it certainly is something that I think the people I've talked to anyway would strongly consider uh, just to salvage any type of, of postseason. I mean, they look, you know, there's only a certain amount of time they can wait here. They're not going to play games, like, into September. Like, that's just not going to happen. So if it comes to the point where they get to July, and all of a sudden it's kind of an all-clear-to-play sports, maybe you try something like that. I mean, they've shortened playoffs before. I mean, it used to be best of five in the first round uh, for a number of years, so it's not unprecedented to shorten it a little bit. And look, these these are unique circumstances. If you want to crown a champion, and and have a playoffs, you've got to, you know, do things differently, just like you did in 99 with the lockout shortened season. The, or was it was 2011 with the next one. I mean, you know, desperate times. If, if you, you know, if you want to, to do something, uh, if you want to get something done, you have to try some desperate measures.
0: Talking to Chris Mannix from Sports Illustrated, does it seem like it was seven and a half days ago that Rudy Gobert tested positive?
6: It feels like a lifetime ago. I mean, it was – it's wild. I mean, I just – and look, I – you know, one thing I would say, and not, not to criticize the NBA, but there's a lot of like NBA being the leader in all this. I mean, they're as guilty as everybody else in waiting too long. I mean, and I say that as a person that wrote a column, you know, the day of uh, the Rudy Gobert stuff that said shut it down. I mean, this this was an inevitability. Like, you know, this this virus spreading uh, onto uh, NBA courts and amongst NBA players, and, and look, there's certainly an argument you made in hindsight that you know the league should have shut it down a little bit earlier, but I mean, man, this has happened. This has all just moved so fast from, you know, one player testing positive and everything getting shut down to now we've got what as many as seven. And and I fully expect that number to grow in the coming uh, days and weeks uh, to, to where we are with not being able to put 10 people into a building in this country. So it's, it's, it's a wild set of circumstances.
0: The player who will be most disappointed that the season uh, is, is canceled would be who?
6: Oh, LeBron James, easily. I mean, he's having. And look, we're we're putting out our uh, SI uh, MVP awards and award votes this year uh, for the year uh, today on SI.com. And uh, you know, I don't know that he would have had the MVP, MVP, but he had a great chance to win a championship. And look at you know, you talk about what feels like you know a lifetime ago. I mean, the passing, the tragic passing of Kobe Bryant you know, feels like so long ago right now. And, you know, this would have been, you know, LeBron's chance to not only win a championship, another championship, but also do it in a storybook way for the city of Los Angeles. So, I mean, the way he was playing, the way the Lakers were playing, I mean, coming off wins over the Bucks and Clippers, I mean, it's I, I think he would be the most crushed by all this.
0: Good to visit with you, Chris. We appreciate your time as always.
6: I am keeping local businesses in business, Dan, because I have uh, waffles from the same place on the way for the sixth consecutive day <laughs> in Boston. So I'm,
0: I'm ready to go. Have you ever cooked for yourself?
6: Uh, I, I tried. Okay, so Polly knows this. Like I bought one of those Traeger grills in Vermont, and because Polly had one, I had to get a bigger one, and I did. I got it for the outdoor deck in Vermont. Uh, officially, I have cooked one hot dog on the Traeger Grill.
0: <laughs> and you've had it for two years?
6: Yes, yes. Uh, I, I I was over at Pauly's Vermont Estate at one point, and I, I <laughs> saw him cooking a bunch of stuff up there, and I just said I had to have one. And then I got it, and then, first of all, it took me a while to, as an idiot to figure out how to use it. And then, like, when I got it, I'm like, I don't really – smoke things, or I don't cook a lot of things. So I tossed a hot dog and a bun on there, cooked it up, and that was about, I want to say, nine months ago, and I haven't done anything ever since.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Chris. All right, Dan. Chris Mannix, Sports Illustrated. Speaking of uh, Traeger, the Meat Friday songs, uh, I had Mario come in and breathlessly say, I think we've got a number one seed in the Meat Madness I don't know if he oversold this. Now, he didn't tell me if it was a Maroon 5 song or Notorious B.I.G., but those are the two that we have. These are called sing-in songs, like you got to sing yourself into, like a play-in game for uh, March Madness. you got to sing your way into uh, Meet Madness because the brackets will be uh, released, revealed, coming up on Monday. So let me go with Brandon in Ohio with his take on Notorious B.I.G.
7: Yeah, this Meat Friday is dedicated to all the backroom guys who've been told they would never amount to nothing. And to all the people listening to the podcast wishing they could be in Milford so they could just have some brisket to feed their stomachs. And to all the charcoal on the struggle, you know what I'm saying? Ha, a 5'10", a buck 80. Eh? Uh, it was all a dream. I used to eat broccoli and salad greens. Salt and pepper, this rib I steak for some good cuisine. Making sure the trague is on because every Friday, center cut bacon wrapped and yarn. So keep the grill shut till it heats up. Smoking brats and hot dogs, sipping on some wolf pup. Way back. Pretty had the and tries, arms jacked, and the lats to match. Remember Barkley's hat or Sands bra? You never thought McLaughlin would make it this far. <laughs> Paulie's in the limelight, keeps the show tight, but cannot resist gushing over oh, sweetness. We Smoker, a mountaineer, and a joker. Seaton's laugh is the best part of the show. Piece to DP to a D7Cs. The big German kid, Mario, with Red G. The hanging out in the Milford hood. Man cake grilling with pellets of wood. It's all good. Suck it back, bro. Now you know. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> Fabulous. All righty. Wow. Brandon, well right, Brandon. done. That's well done. Brandon in Ohio. Awesome. My favorite rapper of all time, Notorious B.I.G. I hate to do this to Elliot in Oklahoma following that up with Maroon 5, but here is his Meet Friday song.
7: Your friends smack me in the face again. Play <laughs> my party's robbing it. Make it where you don't get in the end. I hate it fast as a Pac-Manian. Play my guy be smacking friends. I promise you's ever even there.
0: Like he was playing the instruments and uh, it sounded good. Sounded good. All right, we'll release the uh, Meat Madness. That'll be coming up on Monday, and then you decide. You'll be able to vote on who advances, and then who wins a uh, Traeger Grill. By the way, Fritzy's scoreboard. Uh, every day we show the scoreboard. Fritzy puts up some numbers, and I don't know if anybody's gotten the numbers yet. They have been informed. Someone did get. Oh, they did. Okay. Uh, you've got the number one and the number three on the scoreboard. That is correct. And what we do every day is we give away D P show gear for the first person who answers the uh, numbers question. Yes, Paul.
3: Can I take a shot or am I not eligible to play? Uh why not? Take can play.
0: I'm gonna go can I go with Can I go with Cam Newton?
4: Cam Newton would be the number one part of that scoreboard.
0: And then number three, Paulie, would be? Jameis Winston.
4: Very well done. All righty. Not quite as challenging as yesterday's, but uh, those seemed like the right numbers to go with, both of the news yesterday.
0: All right, when we come back, greatest college basketball games ever played in the tournament. You are lined up, ready to tell me all about that. More phone calls on the way here on the Dan Patrick Show.
4: Do you own or rent your home? Sure you do. And I bet it can be hard work. You know what's easy? Bundling policies with GEICO. GEICO makes it easy to bundle your homeowner's or renter's insurance along with your auto policy. It's a good thing, too, because you already have so much to do around your home. Go to GEICO.com, get a quote, and see how much you can save. It's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. That's GEICO.com. Once again, it's GEICO easy. Visit GEICO.com today. GEICO.com.
0: We were just watching a video. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash BDanPatrickShow. Got a chance to watch the sausage race in uh, Milwaukee a couple of years ago. And uh, so you have five of us were there, and there's a hot dog, a bratwurst, a Polish uh, sausage, a chorizo, I believe, is also in there. And we all put on these heavy costumes. I mean, they're very awkward costumes, top-heavy and uh, you run in the race there at uh, Miller Park. It uh, it was hard to see. It's hot in there, and then we're racing, and McLovin ended up winning. I just didn't want to lose to Fritzy, and I figured the only way I could lose – and finished last as if I fell.
4: I didn't even think about coming in anything less than last. I just didn't want to pass out altogether. It took me such a long time to get into it and the whole time we were running in like ninety degree weather I was afraid of if I was gonna pass out or how I was gonna get out of it once we were done with the race and we were all sweaty and sticky, trying to get your hands out of the holes there. Not
0: good. Yeah. Well we were all wearing the same.
4: I know, but for some reason <laughs> I mean, for me I was very incompetent and I just felt like they were gonna have to cut me out of that like they, in a hospital. <laughs> That's the only way they were gonna get me with out. No, No. <laughs> Guys, it's not a joke. Can you give me a little ginger ale and feel you a little dizzy?
0: That I you know, in the brewer people, the staff, and they were so good. So you got like a 19-year-old intern who's listening to a grown man say, Get
3: me out of here. No bedside matter. He said, like, there are people much bigger than you that have worn that same costume. She's like, Mark Chamura, the Packers tight end, got in this thing years ago and he had no problem.
4: I don't understand why you can't figure out how to get your arm you out of there. You
3: gotta them. get me out of here. You gotta get me out of here. <laughs> it's, very, it's very hot. It's not coming off. It's on my arm. Gosh, it's I, on my arm. I'm not joking. I was okay. never so mad at
2: uh, our camera person that day where I was like, dude, keep rolling. Just yeah, keep rolling. You just have to get this. And he's like, no, I can't. It's too mean. It's too mean. I'm like, look, we don't have to use it. You just have to get it. Of
0: course. You just have to make sure that we have
2: it, and then we can never use it. We'll never watch it ever again, but make sure you need that, boom, button when, off. When you start feeling it.
4: clammy and pale like that, and you feel oh, like you're stuck in this thing, God. it was just absolutely awful. Soft. Soft.
3: Or you could have calmly taken it off like the four of us did. everyone else in the history. Oh, my God. Yeah. I, just,
4: I had to get it. I really thought I was going to just like
5: my... Get me out of here, guys. <laughs> it's
4: getting hot.
2: getting hot. <laughs> what, Dude.
3: Yeah, Paul. Exactly. So the other day, you put down Fritzy's cone of silence around yes, him. Yes. And then you left the building, and it was just Fritzy You you went out, and Fritzie was sitting there. And Fritzie goes to me, he goes, I hear him go, how am I how-, how am I getting out of here? I go, Fritzy, turn around and look. There's a huge opening in the back.
4: I didn't have the button, and there's some kind of like this, I don't know, it's enclosed, and I'm like looking for the button, but you guys don't give me the button anymore. And thankfully, Paulie came to my rescue and said, just come out the back. It's sitting on my desk, and you can just press the button to make the thing go up.
0: How did you not know that the back of that is open?
4: I see it's partially open, but I didn't want to break it because it's got, like, metal bars around the end, and I didn't want to, like, snap it off or anything. And I'm not really good at doing the l- Lindy or the Limbo or whatever to get under this thing. <laughs> so I was waiting for someone to, when the show was over, at least press the button to release the thing. And I'm sitting here working for, like, ten extra minutes while this thing is covering me after he, the show. He,
3: he, he'd still be in there. To, he'd be in there to the end of time. But I didn't mention, Fritzy, <laughs> Al- you could lift this thing six inches and duck your head out. He'd still be there.
4: Not good with the technical you are,
0: stuff. You are. Yeah, you're right about that. <laughs> technical stuff. Yeah, I don't think that's technical. No, it's not. Like like sweeping, using a broom is not a technical thing. Can you show us how you get out of there? I'll give it a shot. All right. Here we go. Todd is going. He's the great Houdini. All right. There's a big opening there. And, and Todd is. And, and just and like that, it. he's he done it. it. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, my God. That is incredible, Todd. Gosh,
3: that's incredible. But he was there for 14 minutes yesterday. We timed it. <laughs> Sitting there trying to wait to
0: see if someone get him Give me back. a, Give me a. Yeah. Uh, Steve in Houston joins us. Hi, Steve. What's on your mind?
4: Great show. The, the biggest upset for me and everything was uh, being a Houstonian and everything. Galvanos, uh, NC, uh, uh, Wolfpack beating the uh, Guy Lewis is five-slam-a-jam, slam and jam. we thought that was the one chance that Guy Lewis was finally
6: going to win, and even Valvano said, his his mother said that the, she picked University of Houston by two.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a great game. Uh, because Now, that's a big upset. I don't know what NC State was. Well, NC State was not even supposed to get into the tournament. I think Maryland might have been the best team in the uh, ACC back then, and I think you were only taking one team from a conference back then, if I remember correctly, but... Uh, NC State was, I think, a big underdog, bigger underdog than Villanova was against Georgetown. But I, I still, I was just watching the 30 for 30 on Christian Laettner. Uh, I hate Christian Laettner. And that, you go back to that game. I mean, that, that game is incredible. I, I don't know where Laettner would land. I think ESPN is doing the greatest college basketball players of all time. Like, Al Sindor is the greatest college basketball player of all time. I mean, if I look at impact, I look at success. He's the greatest player of all time. Lou Alcindor changed the game. Uh, you know, Wilt was wonderful at Kansas while he was there. Lou Alcindor was the greatest college basketball player of all time. Now, Leitner is in the conversation because he's one of the m- most decorated college basketball players of all time, and he had big moments. He never he never melted. You know, he never folded. He, he stepped up. You know, if it was against UNLV or the Fab Five, Shaquille O'Neal, you know, Leitner's one of the—he's in the conversation, one of the top ten college basketball players of all time. He is, yeah, Paul. What really helps Leitner
3: too is he's going to go down as the last four-year star starter in college basketball history. There's not going to be anybody who's a four-year star. They won't—they'll have gone out of the high school or they'll leave after their junior year. Remember, Tim Duncan stayed four years, but he was not on the national stage because his team wasn't that great. Yeah, they
0: didn't win anything. And that's why Pete Maravich's all-time scoring record is going to stand because he averaged 44, 45 a game for three consecutive years, and nobody's going to touch that because somebody who averaged – well, nobody's going to average 45 points a game. But if they did, they'd they'd be in the NBA. You don't have anybody getting 30 a game, and they didn't have the three-point line back then for Maravich. Uh, Phil in Indiana. Hi, Phil. How are you? Hey, Dan. Always a pleasure.
7: I, I don't know if it's the best game, but certainly one of the most significant at the time was the 79 Bird
6: Magic. And then yep. I guess the, the second run that I wanted to just mention to you real quick was the Danny Manning run where he took Kansas on his back. So I appreciate it, Dan. Keep up the good work,
0: buddy. Thank you, Phil. I appreciate the contribution. I think Bird Magic uh, to me is second to UCLA Houston in the Astrodome because that was in prime time back then. Uh, Was it like the Hughes Sports Network? Was that the name of the company? Uh, Like Eddie Einhorn was the genius behind that, something like that. But Bird Magic, because you had the underdog, the favorite, you had black, white, you had, you know, it it, it kind of, if you were going to put something together to say, all right, here's a reason why to watch, that game gave you everything. Uh, you know, as a reason to watch, and they were two spectacular players. Uh, Michigan State was by far a better team. Like, if you had switched them, Michigan State with Bird would have dominated Indiana State with Magic. Uh, There was just – you had uh, two other first-round picks, Greg Kelser and Jay Vincent, on that Michigan State team. Bird had Carl Nix, who I think went third round to the Denver Nuggets, but he didn't have anybody else who was a, uh, you know, a a real quality basketball player NBA-wise. But that, that was a huge, huge coming-out party for college basketball. That was in Salt Lake City, wasn't it, I believe? Checking. I remember uh, Bryant Gumbel may have been hosting March Madness back then on NBC. Also on this day, was it 30 years ago that uh, Michael Jordan came back? 1995. 1995. Oh, so 35 years ago? Yeah, it took
3: a year and a half off. Okay.
0: And then he came back, and at the time... Uh, 25 years. Yeah, what am I doing? My math. Uh, 25 years and 25 million people watched that game. Highest rated regular season basketball game in NBA history. Up until that point, I don't know if there's any game that a regular season game. I can't imagine something being that, that big. We yeah. looked at a bunch of them because it was on NBC. NBC,
1: yeah.
3: it helped. You know, A lot of these are on Turner and yep. TNT and ESPN. Yep. That's a great point.
0: More phone calls coming up. But that $25 million, I can't imagine another. Can you imagine another game that would even come close to that? It would have to be on ABC. Or maybe if it was an NBC regular season game back then. Aside from Jordan when he came back. Final hour coming up here. Dan and the Dan and Dan Patrick Show.
3: Podcast One has some exciting news. It's official. Our shows are now available on Spotify. And it's free. Hey, I'm Andy, and I started Harry's, the shaving company that's fixing shaving. At Harry's, we keep it simple. We make sharp, durable blades and offer them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We obsess over quality so much that we do crazy things, like buy a German razor blade factory. So give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry's starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for only three bucks with free shipping. Just go to harrys.com and enter five at checkout. That's harrys.com code five. An interesting creature inhabits the flat, arid plains of many an automobile dashboard. The bobblehead. It's most agreeable, and will nod along to anything, despite having no brain function. But when the bobblehead hears how Geico not only saves people money, but also gives them access to licensed agents 24-7 online and over the phone, he'll nod even more vigorously, because he knows you should switch. Because yes, switching to
4: Geico is a no-brainer. Easy, bobblehead, easy. You're gonna get whiplash.
0: What makes a Mercedes-Benz EV different? Electric is what gets you there, but Mercedes is what moves you. Like no other automaker can. The vehicle, all electric. The feeling, all Mercedes. The choice is all yours. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQ.